2: Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. That will be proven this hour, no doubt in my mind. Stock market's having a very good year. NASDAQ's up 7%. S&P 500 is up 12.6. The Dow's up 13.5. Bitcoin's up 26%. 10-year treasury sits under 1.6%, sitting at one57 as inflation shows itself due to supply and demand issues this summer, and we demand a lot of entertainment, a lot of travel, a lot of revenge on COVID. You locked us up for a year. Now we're your spin like drunken sailors, which I don't quite get that phrase, but I think we all can accept it. I like sailors who aren't drunk, just between you and me. Although a man from California has tried to sail from Sausalito to Honolulu. Not sail, uh-uh. Kayak. Uh, he didn't get very far off the coast. He ended up in Santa Cruz needing to be rescued. So maybe that's our drunk sailor. I'm going to go to Hawaii. I don't know when. Because everyone else is going to Hawaii. There's only so many spots in Hawaii. Anyhow... Where do I go? Oil's up 42% for the year. Do you not see green, 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 green? NASDAQ, S&P, Dow, Bitcoin, 10-year Treasuries behaving, and oil? S&P 500 should close. No, no. It'll play with all-time highs today because it's two-tenths of a percent away from it before it opened. Oh, and I'm in a good mood because the United States pulled off a great soccer match last night. Fantastic. And it was like a basketball game on a soccer pitch. Ah, uh, boo, the markets opened in record territory and then instantly pulled back. Russell 2000 is working, though. That's nice to see. So I went from giving you how the market's done for the year to how the markets are doing today. That's how I roll. Uh, I'm more interested in the bigger pitcher than I am the micro. Bullet shots don't mean that much to me. Crazy story of the day. Amazon's billionaire founder Jeff Bezos is going to fly into space next month. Right. And a, a very, very strange part of me thinks this is a bad idea. The idea of sitting on rocket fuel when you're the richest man in the world, on, or one of the top three richest men on the world, in the world, on the world. I don't like it. You could not pay me enough money. Until we've flown like 10,000 of these birds into space, I'm not interested. And it's not about the adventure. Being a chicken is what it's all about. I I can leave the adventure to adventurers, the exploring to explorers. Eh, I'll do the stock talking because that's what I do. Um, But a weird part of me is like I don't, this could end badly. Speaking of ending badly, Floyd Mayweather last night showed you how to do it in retirement. 44-year-old man got into the ring with a much younger man, Logan Paul. And it was the matchup of the century for hype. Not for skill, but for hype. Floyd, Mather, Floyd Mayweather made $30 million on the sponsorship of his trunks. Um, okay. My dirty underwear? If anyone wants to buy them, I'll take way less than 30 million. <laughs> and I no even way, may walk way. around town. I may even walk in around town, Mr. T, showing the world my, my buttocks with your, your your name on it if you want me to. Any. Any. Any dot com that wants to pay me money to put it on my underwear, I'm in. So, Floyd Mether. Floyd Mether. That's okay. What I'm trying to get at here is you have a sport legend, undefeated boxing. Not a lot of power, Floyd Mayweather. I knew who he was. I've never seen a Logan Paul video, but I think he's the guy that went into or I don't even know the difference between like Jake Paul and Logan Paul. I think one of them went into a graveyard in Japan, which is like this mysterious ghost graveyard of where young people go and kill themselves and so there's a lot of suicides. It's like the forest of suicide. And you do not you do not videotape there. It's Sacred ground. Um, But what I think, because my kids know who the who the Paul brothers are. I know who Mayweather is. We didn't meet around the table last night and watch the fight. I'm not throwing fifty dollars on that. But the pay per view, they're saying that Floyd Mayweather Jr. could pull in over a hundred million dollars when all is said and done. Jake Paul, they're saying probably more like twenty million. But I think that's a winner winner chicken dinner for both of them. The fight went the distance. Uh, no winner was crowned. If you look at the punches landed uh it was it it was bad the professional boxer landed his punches the non-professional boxer who has a professional record oddly enough landed like seven percent of his punches it's and again i'm not going to get into the sports angle on this i'm just going to say not a bad payday for a retiree 30 million to 100 million Uh, but those kind of opportunities don't come along all that often or maybe they do. Maybe I'm just out of touch, right? Other stories of note today. Um, I I think we're kind of watching this whole inflation thing. And we're kind of a little bit freaked out by it. AMC is 20% higher day. Meme stocks are booming again. What will erupt next is the question. Do you have the confidence that AMC has upside, or are you afraid that it has a lot of downside? A lot of people are fishing for the next stock. Um, some of the names that I see popping up include Cinemark Holdings, ticker symbol CNK, and IMAX, ticker symbol IMAX. AMC and Cinemark produce similar earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization, or what's known as EBITDA. But AMC recently had 10 times Cinemark's market value. So if you look at AMC and Cinemark pre-pandemic, they both kind of were in the same realm. You look at it post-pandemic, and AMC's worth 10 times as much as Cinemark. So if you're looking for the next winner, it could be Cinemark. It would make sense, but this doesn't make sense to me. Keep in mind, uh, there's a lot of problems in the church of what's working now. Bitcoin and meme stocks are the church of what's working now. And Bitcoin's recently gone from $63,000 down to $37,000. And I think ultimately Elon Musk's gonna get punished by the SEC for his tweets about um, Dogecoin. And if it's ever found that he was investing while he was tweeting, um, he's in trouble. Zoom Technologies was asked by regulators to change its ticker from Zoom. To ZM for, I don't know, there's Zoom Media and there's Zoom Video and Zoom Technologies. So wrong name stocks have potential to move too. Zoom Technologies was asked to change their, tech, their net ticker. So a lot of what's happening, like the Church of What's Working Now, people are throwing money at anything. For instance, there's three Cisco's in my book. There's Cisco Systems, CSCO. There's Cisco SYS, the um, food delivery company, which I really like as an idea. They're the largest delivery of food, trucking company, to restaurants and cafeterias in America. They put food in our bellies or food at the restaurants at the restaurants where we're consumed. There's Cisco the, the RB singer. <laughs> Three very different Cisco's. Be careful what you ask for. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more.
1: Portions of our programming are brought to you by our good friends at Provident Credit Union. With 21 Bay Area locations to serve you and your banking needs, visit Providencecu.org. Now back to Rob Black and your Money with your host, Rob Black. On the Bay Area's business leader, AM1220 KDOW.
2: Black Duck and all things financial money investing and more economy is reopening we continue to see it if you go out on the weekends you'll see it everywhere you go people with masks people without masks you'll see more crowds at restaurants Um, it's happening there's a lot of news out there that I kind of want to hit so let's get to it Macau is going to be restricting non-residents from visiting starting June 8 due to rising coronavirus cases okay, now that's not a reopening story, is it? That's a shutting down story. Macau is going to be restricting non-residents from visiting due to a rising coronavirus cases. My nagging fear in the back of my head is this is going to happen one more time in the United States. And I think people are going to lose their minds. Uh, My dad went to war for this country. Two times Uh, when he got called, he went, he knew he could die. Uh, A lot of people refer to COVID as a war and a lot of Americans aren't getting shots. I think we might be due for another round in the back of my head, but let's move on. I do find it interesting that like Tinder and Bumble are offering like free super likes. If you get a shot, we're being innovative. Get a shot and get a chance to win a million dollars. Get a shot and get a chance to go to a college in the state for free. Like, I, we seem not to want to get a shot to help our neighbors. Where's the American pride? Gone. Apple is holding its Worldwide Web Developers Conference starting today. Tends not to move the stock, historically speaking. But we'll start to get an insight into the next operating system and what it's going to look like. Elon Musk said Tesla is canceling the Plaid Plus model since the Plaid model is just so good they can't get enough semiconductors. That's a weird story. MicroStrategy announced that it's taken a second quarter impairment loss of at least $284 million due to the fluctuations of Bitcoin. MicroStrategy is one of the companies that has invested in Bitcoin and believes in Bitcoin. A lot like Tesla, they went out there and told the world about it. So they're a play on Bitcoin. Now, last quarter, they said, we're going to take a $284 million loss. I think microstrategy should stick to making software. But that's just me. And it's just a reality that this isn't going to end well for all parties. Biogen is awaiting a key FDA decision today on its Alzheimer's drug, which is probably the biggest medical breakthrough of the year. You know, last year we got all excited about investing in companies that could do COVID shots. This year we're getting excited about companies that could do Alzheimer's drugs. We move on. We 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 move past. Huh? This is one that's interesting little merger and acquisitions. U.S. Concrete, they're a big maker of concrete, is going to be acquired by Vulcan Materials. Uh, there's only like three concrete companies I could think of for the world. And you look at all the concrete in the world and you look at like an infrastructure plan that Biden's trying to get through Congress. And is it going to, is it not going to happen? I don't know. Uh, it looks like something should happen because the Republicans have put a dollar amount on the table and the Democrats have put a much higher dollar amount. And rarely do you go to zero with that kind of play, but I don't know. I, I I don't predict political movements at this point in time because what makes sense doesn't seem to work and what doesn't make sense seems to work. Fascinating story. Jeff Bezos is going into space July 20th. He retires from the uh, CEO position July 5th from Amazon, but he's on board. Now, hypothetically, let's say this flight ends in disaster. I think we all remember the Challenger, right? Um, 1986, space shuttle goes up, school teacher blows up, everyone dies. And we kids around the country, around the world were in the cafeterias watching the launch. And they all had to go back to their classrooms crying. Um, Just throwing that out there for you. Jeff Bezos, I wish you luck because I don't know what the stock market would do. If one of the richest people in the world ended in disaster to the company that he founded, I don't know. On one hand, you'd think, well, the Steve Jobs has passed, but didn't Apple make a lot more money after Steve Jobs passed? I know you're saying this is an unwound segment, Rob. Focus. A little bit unwound for sure. Um. Merck and Regeneron Pharmaceuticals are going to discuss their cancer drug pipelines today at the American Society of Clinical Oncology. This is what I do. I look at for trade shows. I look at who's presenting. And I look for data at trade shows. Um, I'm a researcher, first and foremost. And I try to convert what I research into conversation on investing. I hope it helps you. I think it has. Federal Reserve is going to report consumer credit data today. This is kind of interesting because we've heard more and more stories about people living off credit cards during the COVID. But we've also heard a lot of stories about people saving money during COVID from government checks. It looks like outstanding consumer credit rose at a seasonally adjusted rate of about 7.4% to 4.2 trillion. We do have a debt problem in America, and it's not just our government. We got a lot of money in homes and mortgages. We got a lot of money on credit cards. We got a lot of money on student debt. And again, we have a nation that borrows money to build things that we haven't paid for. We pay for them in the bond market over time. Last year, consumer credit fell. This year it's grown at 7.4%. Uh, last year, credit card companies were a little bit more panicked. This year, Chase Sapphire is giving out record level of points for sign up bonuses. Um, is the story there that credit cards are smart companies? A little bit. Uh, now that they're reopening, like, hey, get 100,000 points. Now that you're going back to work and need new clothes, come spend it with us. Something tells me the credit card companies are going to be just fine. Elsewhere this week, we're going to learn the National Federation of Independent Business. They're going to release its Small Business Optimism Index for May. That's Politically speaking, I don't understand why small businesses kind of get the short end of the stick and big business gets all the headlines. Small businesses are are what keeps our economy pumping. Big business, not so much. Small business pays higher taxes than big business. Which brings us to the G7 met this weekend and said, let's get a 15% tax rate for all corporations. No more corporate shelters of 3% or, or zero. And that sounds like a great idea, but the reality is we live in a dynamic world. If I tell you right now I'm going to punch you in the face for a 15% tax, you're going to be like, well, I don't want to get hit in the face. I'm going to do something else. Corporations will respond. I'll be interested to see how that story plays out in the next five years, if it gets any stickiness or not. You can find me online at RobLackShow.com. That's RobLackShow.com.
1: Portions of our programming are brought to you by our good friends at Provident Credit Union, with 21 Bay Area locations to serve you and your banking needs. Now, back to Rob Black and your money, with your host, Rob Black, on the Bay Area's Business Leader, AM 1220
0: KDOW.
2: I can't quite explain the Matrix, the movie with Keanu Reeves. I know that somehow the future involved people's bodies being tapped for brain energy. They thought they were living different lives, kind of in a metaverse, which to me a metaverse means. And I don't know if I have this correct, like a six year old kid could get into a video game Augmented reality, virtual reality world, and suddenly be a sumo wrestler, or a sentient being could suddenly become living, uh, or, you know, live action hero, or a bad actor could be in three of the top grossing films of all time. Keanu Reeves. Um, where do I go with this? I kind of had a vision that this whole Logan Paul boxing match over the weekend if we call it that is a sad look into the future of entertainment do you remember mike tyson he was a very powerful man and if you haven't watched the mike tyson documentary it's fascinating stuff Uh, an abused child turns out to grow into well i'm not going to go into the mike tyson thing But Floyd Mayweather Jr. and Logan Paul fought for a full eight rounds on Sunday night. It was an exhibition and there was no official winner. Both of them are going to be huge winners at the bank. It should have been promoted, in my opinion, as Generation X legendary boxer who never lost, gets in the ring with a millennial social media influencer who's got size and weight on the boxer and youth. But that's not enough for me. So I dug a little deeper. Logan Paul has 5.9 million followers on Twitter. Mayweather 7.9 million. Logan Paul on Instagram has 18.8 million followers. Mayweather has 24.7. I don't know if this is an accurate statement. But to me, it feels like um, two cultures and two generations deciding let's rip off the general public Because there was a time when people would say, I'd get in the ring for $20 million to fight Mike Tyson. Not me. I don't think I would ever recover from a punch to the head from a professional boxer. I'm not doing it. If he were to put on big old funny boxing gloves that are like out of a circus, like you'd see a clown. I'm not doing it. Logan Paul videos have been seen by over 5.7 billion times. A lot of vagaries about the boxing match, but Mayweather pulled in at least $30 million for the sponsorship of his trunks. Now they have to wait for pay-per-view numbers to come out, figure out. Logan Paul's going to make $20 million minimum for the fight. Um, Was it a fight or was it not? There's already rhetoric going around that you can hear Logan Paul say, take it easy on me. Um, And you can... You have to think the professional Generation x -er would have destroyed him because that's what all the professionals said. So I think it's a, a sham, and it goes back to the Matrix in my head that we're now living in a metaverse. This wasn't even a fight. This was, let's figure out how we can take money from people. And boxing is the dirtiest sport of all, according to Mike Tyson. He said it started in the gutter, it'll end in the gutter. And I feel like it's in the gutter. Because I... I don't know. I, I don't want to make a big event out of this other than tell you I would be very, very cautious about Facebook and entertainment because I feel we're now moving into the matrix. We're being told that this was a real fight. I don't think it was a real fight. I And I know you're saying, where are you going out with this? I don't know. I'm going to stop right there. I There's just something I really, really don't like about it that. If that's where we are in entertainment, I don't feel good about it. Not in the least. Uh, a stock that I'm intrigued by, video game stock, is called Take-Two Interactive. I told you last week that there was some interesting news. Um, some analysts now are jumping on that interesting news. Um, E3, which is an entertainment expo in L.A., it's electronic entertainment expo. They get a lot of video game people, TV people, uh, makers of TVs like Sony, PlayStation. They get a lot of people. And they talk about the future of electronic entertainment. And to me, like this boxing match, was that really entertainment or were we fooled? But something that I think is really real is Take-Two Interactive. They announced over 93 games are in development. Video games are wildly, wildly profitable. And not all of them. I should correct that the video game industry has created more revenue than the movie industry out of the United States. And we still treat it like a bunch of kids playing Call of Duty? Uh-uh. Those are 60 to $80 games. Um, they ain't cheap. Even if you wait for them to go on sale, you're now basically sending more money to the company's bottom line because they've already made their money on the people who paid the premium price. So I find that story... Lovely. AMC Entertainment is at it again, up 20% today. But digging a little deeper in like the next AMC, there's a company called Cinemark, and I don't get why that one's not moving. It's the same exact industry. It's a sister company, sort of. Same issues with theater, same issues with reopening, same issues with COVID. But AMC's doing well. Cinemark, no one really cares about. So if this time next week I'm telling you Cinemark is going crazy, I wouldn't be surprised. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money, investing, and more. Um, some of the other stories of note day. Let's see. We are close to record territory, and I'm always interested in the psychology of that. Do we close at an all-time high, or do we go, eh, let's pull back? Because it seems to get very fickle around that time. A lot of headlines out of CNBC. Will we close at all-time highs? Stocks are trading today as inflation concerns linger. They linger longer. Don't know what ad campaign that's from, but it's stuck in my head for my whole life. So I go, when I see the word linger, I say linger longer. Stocks are drifting today amongst lingering longer inflation concerns. SP 500 hovers near that record territory. Over the weekend, Janet Yellen talked about how higher interest rates would ultimately be a plus for society depends on who you are rob black the stock guy likes lower interest rates because it's an easier environment to make money in rob black when he's focusing on the economy wants to see the tenure treasure around three three and a half percent because it's telling you we're going to work we're ringing the lunch bell we're fred flintstone we're blue collar we're white collar we're doing it when you're at 1.6% on the 10-year treasury and the government's sending out stimulus checks to keep people alive and well, to keep food in their belly, that's not the best time to be at an all-time high. But, so she's right. We would be in a better position with higher interest rates because it would reflect that we're no longer in ER with George Clooney. On this week's episode of ER with George Clooney, George has an eating disorder. Inflation can become a headwind to valuations, though. Goldman Sachs strategist David Koston wrote in an article this morning. Overall, the stock market tends to perform better during periods of low inflation than when inflation is high. So we're we're inflation nuts right now. We're focusing nonstop on it. I'm going to be starting a new podcast probably within two to six weeks. You'll learn more about it at RobLackShow.com. It's RobLackShow.com because I'm going to have a revamp. Website called roblackshow.com that you'll be able to learn a little bit more about in the coming days. Um, FDA's call on myogenin Alzheimer's drug is coming today. This is a big moment. It was, we were doing testing, we were doing data, we were doing fake clinical trials, and then COVID hit, and I remember this because my grandmother had Alzheimer's. Uh, My mother was diagnosed with Alzheimer's shortly before her death of covid. And Biogen, if they have a drug, it's going to be billions of dollars their top line. We haven't had any breakthroughs in over 20 years in Alzheimer's. So, do we treat it or do we prevent it? I don't know. But that news is coming today and you'll see that stock react probably on the news. That's kind of when the FDA's all kind of fun. Food and Drug Administration, they review data. and They may go, okay, now that we've reviewed your clinical tests, we don't like this drug because it makes old people have diarrhea or gastrointestinal issues or uh, pancreatic cancer. Like We don't know the side effects. And maybe they'll say this drug doesn't do well in the African-American community or this d- drug does really well in the African-American community. And you're like, whoa. So there's going to be a lot to process. I kinda, kind of am excited by it. I don't know. I, just, I like medical breakthroughs. I like technology. I don't know. Apple's got a worldwide developers conference starting today. It's basically getting their developers who it's worthy of note. Epic Games. A game developer is suing Apple right now. And that court case is expected to come out probably within four weeks. So Apple gathers all the developers typically in San Francisco to celebrate them and say, here's the new software. Here's the the developer kit so you can go make new software because we're going to have a phone coming out in September, October. And we want that phone to have new applications for it. So we got to give the developers the codes first so they can go back and start working on some new improvements and stuff along those lines for the games and applications we'll be making. But this year it's virtual again. And no one's really expecting a lot. And the stock never really tends to do well with the software announcements, the uh, worldwide developers. But we may have an interesting um, update to report in the next couple of days on like, oh, look at this new feature. It's all about privacy. You can find me online at robblackshow.com.
1: Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220
2: KDOW. So, the whole Logan Paul fight thing, am I going to beat this up? I promise to be in and out on this. There's a webpage dedicated to the professionals who are watching the rap, the boxing match and tweeting in live time. And one of the professional boxers said, comedy on Showtime pay-per-view. I think that sums up my feelings today on what happened over the weekend. Stocks are drifting today. Not a lot of story there. Uh, Taking a look at uh, the NASDAQ, I'm seeing a lot of red today in big names. So that theme of big tech underperforming in 2021 is still alive and well. Russell 2000 is doing nicely. It's Having a good year. The idea that I want to hit on with that is the reopening of America is highly reflected in something like the Russell 2000, in my opinion. The SP 500 is close to an all time high. I know some people want it to be at an all time high, um, but to me, it's really about. When does it get there? When you get there into retirement, you want it to retire. You want to retire when it's at an all time high. You don't care about it today. Today you would technically want it on sale so that when you use your 401k, your 403b, you're getting stocks on sale and closing at an all time high. When you retire is perfect. So, um, other stories of note out there on Saturday, El Salvador's Presidente, because, I don't know if I'm going to be canceled for saying that, but the president of El Salvador, Nayib Bukali, said he's going to send a bill to the legislature to make Bitcoin a legal tender in the country. It would be the first country to formally adopt the cryptocurrency as part of the economy. Why El Salvador, you ask? Why is this even a story? Uh, It operates typically outside the bounds of formal finance. 70% of their population has no bank account. And 20% of the country's GDP comes from remittances. That's easy for me to say, remittances, which are payments sent by Salvadorians living abroad back to the country. Uh, Bitcoin's trying to become legitimate, if you think of Bitcoin as a human being. Um, Not a lot of details yet on whether this Bitcoin bill will pass or not but there was a taped speech that he provided to the Bitcoin 2021 conference in Miami. I bet that was a fun party over the weekend. If I can be honest with you, I bet it really was a fun party. Uh, I get the feeling Bitcoin players and billionaires and millionaires and lovers of the technology. I bet they know how to party. We're talking more and more about a booster shot for COVID. Um, come in the fall. You're seeing Macau, which is the gambling hub kind of of the world. Macau makes Vegas look small. So China's saying, we don't want visitors here because we're seeing a rise in cases. This is not good news. India and China are big countries and they're starting to have problems with COVID again. Now, Again, I don't know what I believe out of China and what I don't believe out of China. I just I'm falling trapped to the wise tale. Or is it the old wives tale? Scientists aren't sure when we're going to lose our immunity conferred by vaccines. Dr. Peter Marks. I'm Dr. Peter Marks of the Dr. Peter Marks show of the FDA told CNN that vaccinated people likely won't need a booster shot within a year. Of receiving their initial doses, but we're already starting to talk about booster shots. And that is an area where the business side is getting it wrong or messing it up for us. It's confusing messaging. If I got the Moderna vaccine, do you get the Moderna booster shot? Do you have to? And the answer is probably not. But we want to hear yes or no. We're a nation of go stand in that line. Today is National Yo Yo Day. And all I can tell you is that people who play with yo-yos and people who play with Rubik's Cubes, they, I like them. They, those are people who are in my wheelhouse. Um, but Policy Genius knows that you're trying to piece together your memories on National Yo-Yo Day. So they're making it easy for you to compare quotes on over a dozen top insurers. Now you're saying, Rob, what are you talking about? That's right. Policy Genius is a website that sells insurance And they help you look at your uh, um, fees, your costs, and your quotes. And they've decided to take advantage of National Yo-Yo Day and say, we want you to save money because we know that you're yo-yoing, going up and down on your thoughts on, what? That is marketing gone wrong, in my opinion. Um, The jobs report on Friday had a lot of juicy statistics in it. Sometimes it takes the weekend for you to digest what happens on the first Friday of the month. Average hourly earnings for workers in leisure and hospitality rose to $18.09 in May. That's the highest level ever. They say that this year, teenagers, American teenagers, will hit the highest level of being in our job force ever. As there's help wanted signs going up everywhere with pretty good pay. $18.09 an hour to work in the hotel and leisure industry, not bad. Historically speaking, you have to pay people, employees more, to alleviate the worker shortage, and that's when the money comes in. Uh, Elsewhere, Facebook talked about the decision to ban former President Trump for at least two more years. I hated it because it's indecisive. It's kicking the can down the road. I, I think Facebook should have taken a stronger stand or said, you know what? We don't care. But Nick Clegg said something interesting over the weekend. He goes, it doesn't matter who you are. You can be the Pope, the Queen of England, the President of the United States. You cannot use our services. And I hope most people would think this is reasonable to aid, abet, format, or praise acts of violence. Makes a lot of sense. So don't ban for two years. Ban for life and start making it across the board. Uh, but then you're not going to make your advertising money. You can find me online at RobBlackShow.com. It's RobBlackShow.com. Tomorrow I'll give you some updates on Apple's big developer conference and much, much more. If you didn't watch the USA-Mexico soccer match, it's one of the best matches at USA has ever been involved in. Check it out. I love the game of soccer. Talk to you soon. I'm Rob Black.